Welcome to the New Mind Creator Podcast with your host, Maurice, the New Mind Creator. Today, I'll be interviewing Victoria McGrath. Please make sure to hit the subscribe button so that you receive alerts when new episodes are available on Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, please leave me a review on iTunes or Spotify. You know, Vicky, intuition is something that people hear about and you know they may hear someone say I should have followed my first thought or my first mind and then they did something else because they didn't trust that instinctive knowing within them and they tried to reason with their mind and made a different decision that wouldn't benefit them as though had they did what was within them to do. Yes, that's uh, pretty common, actually. And I think that's really uh, where I was when I came to realize uh, that I actually uh, was intuitive. Uh, I had been, you know, in a 20-year career uh, before starting my own business. Uh, That career was you know, based on me living my life like everybody uh, would ha- expect me to. Uh, I went to uh, university. I, I got a, a job in my field. I worked in the field for 20 years. Uh, it was, you know, it was just what everybody uh, would have expected of me. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I got married. I, I had a family. I went into business with my husband. And at some point, uh just recently, actually, within the last year or so, I realized uh, how much my intuition was guiding me and how much I was ignoring it. And so while I was in my career, uh, I I wasn't happy. I wasn't thriving. I wasn't uh, going, you know, into things with a positive mindset. I was really kind of just doing the role that uh, I believed others would have expected of me. And it didn't occur to me that I could use my intuition or even that my intuition was guiding me. And so I would agree with you that, you know, most people, even when their intuition is guiding them, they don't know how to tap into it and how to use it for success and how to move forward with the guidance that the intuition is providing. How, how do you believe some pe- people in general can begin to cultivate uh, their intuition and following it, I would say? Well, I I can share my own uh, journey, and that would probably, you know, be the best way that I could illustrate it. And for me, what happened was that I was struggling with uh, a lot of anxiety, a lot of, uh, I wasn't feeling happy uh, in the trajectory of my career, you know, how a wonderful family, wonderful husband, really a wonderful career. And yet there was that feeling that there was something more uh, pulling me. And so, you know, I had kind of always been on a personal development journey. I'd always really felt like there was something more and more and more that I needed to do or learn. And so I, I was sort of in, in the early stages of the COVID 
pandemic that I really started to notice that my anxiety was growing. And so I decided to look into maybe some mindset work to to help me kind of step outside of the repetitive negative thoughts that were kind of going on for me at that time. And so I, I started to investigate, uh, you know, mindset work, brain training. I, I came to know uh, a book that I already had on my shelf, actually, Train Your Brain uh, by Dana Wild. And I came to kind of uh, learn a lot about the subconscious mind and how it kind of really holds these repetitive negative thoughts that have been built up over our lives and really that aren't even our own thoughts. You know, they're thoughts that were programmed, as you well know, <laughs> from <laughs> our upbringing, from our parents, from our teachers, you know, from our bosses. All of these negative thoughts just kind of get packed down into the subconscious mind. And then they just keep repeating, even though they're not even our thoughts. And so I realized that that's what was happening with me. And as a result of that realization or that understanding, I started to replace those thoughts with positive thoughts. You know, I was really literally replacing the thoughts. So starting to come up with more soothing thoughts, more positive thoughts, thoughts that could kind of just help me realize that I didn't have to live in this state of anxiety. I didn't have to just let those thoughts rule my mind and, and rule my life, that I could choose the thoughts that I wanted to think and therefore start to feel better. And so that's really what happened. I noticed that as I started to feel better, I, I suddenly opened up to my intuition and I started to realize how my intuition was guiding me. I started to get, you know, uh, intuition. I break it down into kind of the, the four main clairs, you know, uh, clairvoyance is uh, clear seeing. So you see pictures of things. Clear cognizance is really clear knowing. So you just have a knowledge. You just know without any other reason, you just know something. Clairsentience is you feel something, you know, that's that gut feeling. And clairaudience is where you're kind of getting direction from an internal voice. And so these things started happening to me. And I realized, you know, through that process of, of getting, uh, you know, getting an understanding of what was happening in my mind, replacing my thoughts, feeling better, that I was raising my vibration, I was opening my heart, and I was starting to understand the intuitive gifts that were within me. And so once I had that, I could start to consciously create the life I wanted, based on understanding the mindset shift, based on understanding the intuition that was guiding me, and based on the life that I would like to live as opposed to the life that I had been living, which was really just kind of, you know, what everyone else would expect a person to be living. I find that people become, because as you said, throughout childhood, these different things get into our subconscious mind and take a life on, of their own as we grow up and get older and people become subjected to those thoughts rather than being proactive. And as you said, you went through your journey and you said, okay, I could determine, I'm not subjected. I can imprint a new destiny for myself because the most dominant of two thoughts 
will prevail in the subconscious mind. So you begin to choose your thoughts on purpose and it's subjective. So we can create whatever life that we desire through a subjective lens. And that will begin to happen in our lives. I want you to respond to that. And uh, what was number three? You said clear seeing, clear knowing. Oh, yes. Clear seeing, clear knowing, clear feeling, which is clear sentience. Okay. Feeling was the third one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. So I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, but I think, you know, we are literally programmed (laughs) like a phone, right? By people who have no idea what they're doing, right? They're just, they're just regurgitating what they know from their own history. You know, our parents are, are just talking from the knowledge that they had from their parents and their parents before them. And so, you know, our magnificent minds have been programmed by people who have absolutely no idea what they're doing and that have absolutely no idea of what we are capable of. So I think the reality is that most people, you know, go through their life without ever understanding uh, or being aware of that or challenging that and thinking, you know, uh, when they come up with a, you know, a funny quip or a, a, something that they know that their mother would have said or that their father would have said, they don't challenge that and say, what the heck am I saying that for? I, <laughs> I don't need to say those things anymore in my life. And yet here it is coming up and I'm just saying it moving on with my life. You know, we can change those, uh, those things that come up. As soon as we notice them, we can change it. We can decide as soon as we notice. And so that's where kind of that awareness comes in. You have to be aware that, you know, you've got these thoughts going on. You have to become aware that they're repeating, that they're negative or that they're not useful or that they're not helpful in your current life. So that awareness is kind of the first step. And that's really how it worked for me was that I realized that I didn't want to continue on feeling that anxiousness, that, that anxiety feeling that, I could, uh, you know, that I could change that. And so that took awareness. And so I think that's the key piece is once we understand that we've got these repetitive uh, thoughts in our mind, that we can then reprogram our mind the way we want the mind to work. We know what we're capable of. We know that we're fantastic and magnificent beings. We know what we can do with our minds once we're aware that we don't have to just allow those thoughts to, to run our program and to run our lives. And so I think that's the key piece is that you have to have the awareness that those thoughts are going on. You have to choose to make a, you know, a different thought out of that situation and then see the benefit of choosing. And the benefit of choosing is that all of a sudden, from my experience, you know, you're opening up your awareness, you're opening up your possibilities, a whole new world opens up to you of insights and knowledge and people, people that would never have otherwise come into your life and synchronicities and things that, you know, unless you open to new possibilities, these things can't enter our lives. So you have to develop your awareness, as you said, uh, change that programming uh, and just be consistent with it because 
don't get people should know they shouldn't get discouraged if they do it one time. Not many things we do one time benefits us. So we have, especially when you're talking about mind work. So you have to continue doing it because it took a while to get that uh, to that place because we think between 50 to 70,000 thoughts in a day. So we have to now begin to redirect that programming into something different. We have to change the station, so to speak. So changing the station is important, developing our awareness, and then being able to trust now the intuition and being able to those four that you gave us and be able to trust that and flow with it. Yes, 100%. And I think that's, you know, now I'm working uh, mainly with professional or executive level uh, career women, like, you know, sort of like myself, mid-career women who who have always had this kind of desire for for personal development uh, and who maybe are happy with their jobs, but they they are having this feeling of, of anxiety and and, uh, you know, that there's something more in their lives as well. And it does take time. There's no question for me, you know, now that I've been working on this for a year and I can consciously choose my thoughts, that doesn't mean that those repetitive negative thoughts are gone. <laughs> They're still there floating around. Uh, it just means that I have to continuously, consciously make the choice that I am going to think, um, you know, the thoughts that I want to think that I'm going to allow myself to feel better and better and better. And so this is how, you know, it's exactly right. Like you say, this is how you have to tell people about brain training is that it's about, you know, reprogramming your whole life <laughs> takes time. It's a process. And so you have to realize that, you know, just like when you were a baby and you were learning to walk, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't have somebody say to you, Oh, you know, you dummy, you just <laughs> fell down. And mm -hmm. so now you're, you're never going to be able to walk. You know, of course, that's not how it went. It, somebody encouraged you and said, you know, ah, oh, you're so cute. Try again. Right. So you have to do that with yourself, right? You have to do that with yourself. And that's why having, you know, someone like me who, who can mentor uh, other people can, and someone like you who, who mentors people with your uh, mindset work, you know, you need to have that, that understanding that you're, you're doing great just by trying it, that it's going to continue to improve. It's going to continue to get easier. You're going to continue to know what to do. You're going to have, you know, you're going to be able to just use really soothing thoughts and then just use those soothing thoughts to build and build further and further. And then, you know, once you've understood, you know, once you've understood and you can see that you're feeling happier, that you're vibration is raised, that you're excited and optimistic and hopeful. Those are all really key feelings to have to know that you're making a difference in your mindset. Mm -hmm. 
right? So you go from feeling anxious, you make a decision, you have to start really, really gently with really just very gentle, neutral, soothing thoughts, right? And then you can build up. And then once you've decided what thoughts you want to think, and you realize that you can, you can add in whatever thoughts you want, that are going to make your life trajectory exactly the way you want it. I remember when I was a kid, I've told this story before, I grew up in a rural area. And when we would go to the corner store, I think it was three quarters of a mile to a mile walk that it took if we walked the road, the paved road. But, you know, as kids, we wanted our sugar fix as quickly as we could get it. So we began walking through the woods to cut through (laughs) Uh, to get there quicker we could get there in a little literally like three or four minutes by cutting through we (laughs) began walking through the woods so the first time we did it you know it was bushes and there were limbs in the way and sometimes it scraped us and we kept walking it and over a period of time I noticed that a dirt path was made and also the bushes that were there moved out of the way and we had a clear path through the woods. And the same thing works with our minds. It's grooves in there that we create new neural pathways. So the more we begin to think a certain way, it will become fixed and even automatic and impulsive to go those ways because our subconscious mind is impulsive as well. But that's the way we should look at our mind work. The more we do it, we begin to build new neural pathways and it will get us to that desired place. A hundred percent. And, you know, forging your own path uh, can be scary. Uh, and, and yet, you know that the outcome is going to be better uh, once you've once you've done it a few times and you know in your case you can get to where you want to be a lot faster or in other cases you can start to feel better a lot faster right and I think that's the key but I think what else is key is that the feeling better is really the whole work right it really is the whole work the feeling better is the whole time things that happen once you start to feel better are the things that are the reward for you for the hard work, for the determination, for the effort of changing the way you're thinking into a new way of thinking. And so that's where, you know, for me, that's, that's what happened with me is that's when, you know, I started to feel better. I had relief. I started to feel happiness. I started to have positive expectation. I had a positive outlook. I had hopefulness. And then You know, once I started to feel that way, that's when the intuition came in. And then I would think, wow, that was the best idea. Whoa, why didn't I think of that sooner? You know, and this is the whole the whole work really is that you you understand once you've made those new pathways, once you've made those new approaches in your thinking and you've replaced the thoughts out, that new new ideas, new approaches, new pathways, as you say pop up and come out and then it's even more exciting and even more wonderful as these things open up for you are you able to expound a little on clear seeing sure so all of the clears you know they kind of uh, inform us through a, a number of different ways so uh 
clairvoyance, which is the clear seeing for me and for most, you know, this is where you have kind of pictures uh, in your mind. So if you can think to yourself, you know, I pictured something in my mind and then it came true. That's really what clairvoyance is. So the thing about clairvoyance is that it can you can uh, see things and then it will happen. You can see things and um, you don't know where it's going to show up. But <laughs> when it does show up, <laughs> you say, oh, <laughs> that's what that was telling me. So clear seeing can can help you right away. Or it can be something that comes into your mind. You get a picture of something in your mind and you may think to yourself, oh, okay. I don't know what that is right now, but I'll see what happens. <laughs> For example, uh, one time I, I had a, a, a picture of, of, uh, of a, a lion uh, come into my mind. It was, it was a very colorful, very colorful picture of a lion, not something that I'd ever seen before. And uh, later that day, I was watching uh, a webcast and the person who was delivering the webcast had that picture behind them and so uh, that's just an example of how clairvoyance shows it's a picture that drops into your mind for you know uh, what seems random <laughs> it doesn't seem like it relates to anything but if you just allow it to to inform your reality then you can see how that uh how that shows up in your life in other ways how about clear knowing so clear cognizance, which is clear knowing, is really just when you just know something. So you you're you know you're just you just know something. There's no way that you could know that. It's not something that anyone has ever told you. It's not something that you learned in school. It's just a, a, a they, it's called the gestalt. Sometimes you know it's just like an instant knowledge uh, download drops into your mind, and uh, I. I have had these, you know, throughout my life, but I really didn't know what they were. I really didn't know what to do with them. And I, and to be honest with you, I still don't always know what to do with them. Sometimes they're, they're helpful and sometimes they're not. Uh, one example of that was uh, this past year with the, uh, the Super Bowl. I had this sudden knowledge drop into my mind that the, the Bucks were going to win. I said, said to my husband, oh, the Bucks are going to win. And he said, no way, that would be a major upset. And yet the Bucks won. So it's just, it's things like that. It's not, it's not, it, it, sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it's not. Sometimes I can use the information to help me further or to help someone else. And sometimes it's just information that I can't do anything about. <laughs> Okay. And the clear feeling. So clear sentience is that, you know, that's the gut feeling. That's the, the follow your heart. You know, when you just have this feeling that you should go this way and not that way, it's really that, that whole feeling. And for a lot of people, it comes in different ways. So, you know, it can come in as goosebumps, you know, you, you suddenly feel this like chill and you, you get goosebumps and you know that that's, you know, telling you the way that you should do some people, uh, you know, it, it or vibration and other people it comes in as, you know, kind of like a, a, a heaviness or a cramping or, you know, just sort of different ways that you might experience uh, clairsentience coming in. But it's really that it's like a feeling that 
you need to go this way and not that way, or it's a feeling about, you know, the person you're talking to, right? Maybe you, you have a feeling that the person you're talking to is not telling you uh, the truth, or they're not saying, you know, what is in their mind, or, you know, just, it's a feeling, you feel like something is off. And clear audience, clear direction. So clear audience is where you, uh, you know, you're directed by your, your inner voice. That's really how, how to best describe it. And, you know, you could, you could ask uh, for direction and what comes back is very brief and very succinct. So you could be asking, you know, should I do this? And the answer would just be yes. And it would just drop into your, your mind or your body. And you would just have the feeling that, you it, it's it's not actually a voice but it is a word so that you know words come in and it's not like you're hearing voices but it's very clear very clearly a word that's coming in and so that's how clear audience works for people some people get a whole sentence some people just get a word but it's always very direct uh and very straightforward there's no you know, it's not like it's a judgment call. It's just a yes or a no or a period of time. You know, if I were to ask how long would it take for me to do this or that? And, you know, the answer might be three to five years. Just things like that where you uh, get the information very clearly. So you're a certified life purpose medium. <laughs> how, could you describe that? I've, that's an interesting certification. Mm-hmm. So when I was going through the process of discovering my intuition um, I decided that you know I wanted to develop my intuition it, it was helpful for me I wanted to be able to use it to direct me going forward so that I could feel better and know that I was going in the direction uh, you know aligned with my my soul aligned with my life's purpose and this is where I think a lot of people uh, you know, there's always the question, what is my purpose in this life? What am I doing here? What is my, you know, what, what am I supposed to be uh, trying to achieve in my life? If you start to get that, you know, that personal development or spiritual development uh, uh, quest in you, then a lot of the time, that's what people are asking, you know, what is my purpose? And so um, I decided that I wanted to use uh, you know, the, my intuition to help others to be able to develop their own intuition, their own intuitive gifts. Everyone is intuitive. There's, uh, you know, it's just a question of going along that path of feeling better, raising your vibration, understanding when your intuition is coming in, and then using, it, you know, developing the intuition to use it to guide you forward. And so a life purpose medium is someone who can uh, use their own intuition and the intuition of the client to help the client understand whether they're, you know, on their life purpose, whether they're off track, whether they're, you know, what they could do uh, going forward to get back on track, and how to use the information that is actually coming from the client's guides, their own intuition to help the client move forward on their life purpose. So that's what a life purpose medium is. Now, a medium, as you know, uh, or maybe you don't know, but a medium is really a channel. So uh, it means I've, I've been a, a Reiki practitioner for 25 years. I channel 
universal energy and i know that sounds woo woo but that's really what reiki is it's a it's a you are a channel so the the energy of the universe comes in through me and flows out through my hands that's really what reiki is and it's a healing energy um that helps the client uh with their uh, healing journey and so a medium is the same it is a channel uh, the, the medium is a channel for uh, source or the divine or god or whoever you want to to describe it and the information comes through and allows the the channel to to help the person that they're channeling for and some channels or mediums see um, people who have passed away and are uh, on the other side and I do as well so I could also use my mediumship to help people uh, connect with loved ones who have passed and help them to understand you know what their loved ones would like to say to them and also and so uh, I decided that I would prefer to use my mediumship to help others guide their life purpose in this lifetime not to use as a connection for um, past lives or past past loved ones so that was why I chose the life purpose mediumship route as opposed to just mediumship so you you said that you help the person use their tuition as you are using yours to help guide them as well right so when I'm uh, working with a client and um, you know if part of uh, journey for them is that they would like me to help them uh, connect with their guides and connect with their life purpose or help them, you know, with some guidance on their life purpose. Then what that looks like is that I, my energy to reach out and uh, connect with the client's energy and within that energy field are the client's spirit guides. Um, these can take different forms. Uh, and so then my, uh, guides connect with their guides and their guides uh, let my guides know uh, what that client's purpose is in life and then I can relay that information to the client so it's not actually me it's just as I say I'm just really a channel but what I'm using is my own intuition so then when I'm getting the information from the client it is a lot of time clairvoyance so I'm seeing a perfect picture of what needs to be said to the client so he'll say i'm with you know this guide in this look like they're connect with that person's guide by saying the things that you see that's how you connect so i connect with them so i the channel i'm using my energy i'm reaching out i'm connecting uh my energy to the client's energy and then the guide's connect so my guides connect with the client's guides and then i kind of out of the picture after that aside from the one i'm the one that's getting the information so uh, the and the my guides are telling and i'm kind of really just the middle the middleman helping the client understand what's being said so you know the the uh the client's guides might say to me you know the uh, this client really loves uh, photography or this client really loves dance or this client really loves computers and I'll give you an example um, you know I've had uh, a, a picture drop into my mind and the knowledge at the same time that you know uh, my client 
really loves computers, but what comes in is, I'm not sure if you're, um, uh, you're a movie buff, but hidden figures, uh, was right. Was the, was the story of the, the women behind NASA who were computing all of the trajectories of the, um, the spaceship as it was going up, uh, the rocket launch. And so what came into my mind was you know, what I, I heard was computers. But what I saw was a, a perfect picture of from hidden pictures. And so I knew that, you know, that the, the direction of computer was not actually like, you know, sitting in front of your computer. <laughs> it was it was something else. Right. And so for that client. You know, how is that meaningful for that client? And of course, that client can extrapolate whatever they want out of that. But they might know from that picture and from that knowledge that this is really what their life purpose is meant to be. And so that's just an example of how that might work. What inspired you to become a Reiki practitioner? Well, funny story, uh, you know, as I was uh, starting out in my career, uh, I guess at that time, I was already starting to feel that, you know, the spiritual development uh, desire. I, I obviously had had plenty of intuit, intuitive uh, experiences, plenty of now looking back, you know, plenty of intuitive hits uh, throughout my life. And of course, I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't have any reference point. There's no one in my life that could help me understand any of the things that were happening to me. But when I started my career, one of my coworkers was a, a, a gentleman who was very interested and very spiritually, um, you know, high, highly spiritually developed already and was on his own journey of spiritual development and he happened to say to me uh you know i'm i'm actually going to be attending a reiki class uh this weekend would you like to join me and i did (laughs) so that's the whole the whole thing about uh you know opening to your intuition is that people uh ideas uh, synchronicities, coincidences that would never have otherwise uh, come into your life, come into your life. And then, you know, you can choose to go that route. And so I chose to go that route. And I took my uh, Reiki uh, attunement uh, workshop, it's called, and I was given uh, the ability to provide Reiki uh, at that point. And so that was how that all Uh, came about now as it happens you know I have not ever actually used Reiki for anybody else aside from you know during my kind of practicum when I had to uh, give you know lots of other people Reiki to to make sure that I knew what I was doing but over the past 25 years I really only use it for myself I really only use it for animals I use it a lot for animals plants plants love Reiki uh, nature so I've really kind of only used Reiki in a fairly limited way I haven't actually used it to help uh, other humans as as that you know as a healing modality per se because that wasn't my career trajectory my career was in a government sector you know I mean it was about as you know based on logic and (laughs) And, and and male energy as it could be, right? There was really nothing in my career that would have me going down a healing journey uh, or a spiritual journey. And so I focused, you know, my desire for what I think obviously now was a spiritual journey. I've, I 
channeled that into a personal development journey. And I took every course and opportunity to further my career, but it wasn't for my spiritual development. It was for my career development. So you said you use Reiki for plants? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know it sounds funny, but plants love it. Uh, plants just love it. And so if you've got a house plant and you know Reiki, uh, there's a new tool for you. <laughs> you can use your Reiki to rejuvenate your plant, to give it some love, uh, give it a little healing, whatever it's doing in there. <laughs> or plants in your garden. You can go out and use it on your, uh, on your plants in your garden, your flowers or your trees or your bushes or, you know, whatever you want. Uh, I've used my Reiki on many, my, uh, my life path has involved a lot of horses. Uh, so I've used Reiki many times on horses who are having, uh, health problems, uh, to help them to heal on their journey. Uh, lots of pets, uh, I've, I've helped lots of pets. So, <laughs> uh, but, but plants are, are a, f- a funny thing that a lot of people who do Reiki don't realize that plants love Reiki and they really do. Wow. That's interesting because I've heard of people, you know, talking to plants. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I guess, you know, uh, talking to plants, I think that, that what's, that's been, uh, is that that's your CO2, right? So your, uh, exhalation is their inhalation, right? Yeah. So when you were growing up, uh, could you describe your childhood? Yes. I mean, I, you know, I had about the most normal childhood. It, I, you know, my parents were middle-class, uh, you know, my mom was a stay-at-home mom until, uh, we all went to school. I had four older brothers. You know, there was absolutely nothing about my my childhood that would have uh, indicated, you know, any kind of uh, intuition. You know, I didn't have anybody in my life that talked about intuition or that uh, demonstrated intuition. You know, so my childhood was, you know, very normal. Uh, but, um, you know, I was uh, I was very interested in in all things space. I was very interested in Star Trek and Star Wars and growing up and things like that. So maybe that was, you know, kind of an indication for things. But for me, just a very normal uh, childhood, uh, very normal life overall. But throughout my life, now that I understand what my intuition is, I do see that I have been guided by my intuition throughout my life. And because I didn't have anybody that I could ask about it, I didn't have anybody else who believed me. And so uh, I never had any really uh, support uh, for those things in my life. What was your dream as a kid? You know, you, I know when I was growing up, adults would ask you, what are you going to do when you grow up? What was that uh, response when you got that question? Well, I think I had a few, you know, uh, I don't know uh, how old you are and it's not really uh, important, but for me growing up, mom, I really uh, very much controlled what I could watch on TV. I wasn't allowed to just watch anything. And so, you know, she, she channeled uh, a lot of nature programs uh, into my life uh, growing up. So she would allow us to watch, you know, National Geographic Channel or things like that. And so growing up, I watched a lot of Jacques Cousteau. I watched a lot of, uh, there's a program, All Creatures Great and Small, which is a vet program in England. Uh, You know, so those types of things were really what their foundation of my TV watching were. And so growing up, 
I wanted to be uh, Jacques Cousteau or I wanted to be <laughs> or I wanted to be James Harriet, who was the vet. So it was it was a really funny thing for me, you know, to think that all I really had as reference points were men, uh, <laughs> men doing things in my life. And that's really now, I think, why I I see so much of the time, you know, my clients are on the same journey that I was. They're on a male-oriented journey, right? And that's why we're using our male-dominated thinking, our male-dominated approach to becoming, a, you know, a professional, an executive, to go on our careers. We're, you know, we're living from the, the male-dominated energy. And so that's where I think the challenge uh, grows out of that is that that we're not allowing our spiritual development to to be uh, developed at this you know along the same trajectory as our careers and so that's why I think you know um, when I'm working with clients they're the they're in the same position that I was right they're on you know they've they've maybe reached a plateau in their career or they're in transition in their career or maybe in their relationship or they're empty nesters and they're really at a point where they just don't uh, feel inspired or like what they're doing is their life's purpose. And so I think that's the, you know, for me, I see now that growing up, I was, I was, you know, living the life of uh, that male dominated paradigm. That was my program, right? Growing up, especially growing up with four older brothers. <laughs> so, that, you know, that paradigm really drove me over time. And so now I see, you know, and I can help my clients understand, well, you're, you know, you're living from logic and reason. And logic and reason helps you intellectually and intellectually you're fantastic and you've done a great job. However, to move beyond intellect and, and, you know, feel happier and develop your mindset and understand your intuition and work with your intuition, you have to then open up to the, the more feminine energy, as funny as that sounds, but that's the, the spiritual side of things is that feminine energy. And so that's, you know, for me growing up, I see now that that's why I grew up and, and lived the life that I did was because of that male oriented paradigm that I had in my life. And you are currently writing a book and an online course. Yes. Yeah, so I decided that, um, you know, in addition to helping uh, clients, you know, one-on-one -on -one, uh, with, with developing their intuition and their mindset and moving forward on, you know, with their own gifts, I decided that, uh, as I'm sure you know, because I know that uh, you've written a book as well, having a book uh, is a great tool to offer people. You know, so you can start with uh, you can start with a course, you can start with a book, uh, but either way, it's it's something else that people can work with. So you know, you might have a client that you're working with, and you can say, you know what, I'd I think you'd really benefit from taking my course. I think it would help to enrich the foundation that we've uh, we've put in place here, and it would help to give you some experiential learning. Or a book, you know, a book is something that you can go back and reference time and again. So my book and my course are really that step-by-step -step journey, you know, uh, how to change your thoughts. Once you've realized the thoughts that you're changing uh, out, you start to feel better, 
you know, once you feel better and you have that relief, that happiness, that positive outlook, that's when you can start to open to your intuition and see all the fantastic options that are now available to you. And then how to use your intuition to actually create the life you love. You know, instead of living by default, instead of living by your role, you know, instead of living by uh, what's been expected of you up until now, you can start to create, consciously create the life you want going forward. And the, the great thing about mindset, as you know, <laughs> is that no one else needs to know what you're doing, right? You can do all of this in your mind. It's, it's so fantastic. And so having... How can people get in contact with you? Well, um, I have a, a website uh McGrath.ca, where people can definitely uh, find out uh, more about me and how to work with me and if they're interested I also have a really fun uh, lead magnet uh, visualization exercise uh, that will help people to sort of begin to understand the creative process and how the creative process might uh, show them how their intuitive gifts might show up in their life or maybe already are showing up in their life. And so if they want to go to my website, sign up for my uh, newsletter, then they would get my uh, my PDF lead magnet as part of that process. But, you know, everyone can find out if they're interested in working with me one-on-one, -on -one, they can uh, find out how to work with me on my website. And then, of course, the website will have access to my book and course when they're both available. And in addition, uh, I think I mentioned this to you already, is that I'm you know, writing a blog and the blog is also that step-by-step, -step, you know, step-by-step. Uh, -step. Here is how to move forward, creating the life you love using your intuition. And so the blog is really kind of another avenue for people to see how they can develop their own gifts and move forward. What's your one to grow on? What valuable piece of information would you like to leave our audience with? I would say the most important thing is to understand that you have a choice to be a conscious creator of your life, that you have it within you to make the choice, to make the decision, uh, you know, to go forward with having sovereignty over what thoughts enter your mind and how you choose to use them to move forward. I think that's the key one. You know, you can create your life, create the life you love based on your understanding of your thoughts, your happiness, and your intuition. Thank you for listening to The New Mind Creator Podcast with your host, Maurice, The New Mind Creator. This podcast has been sponsored by Abundant Sports and True Serum. Head over to www.mauriceflornoy.com to receive more motivation and insight to help create your new mind.